Hey, this is Brian. And Mikey. And Pat from Weezer. And you're listening to... KCOU. 88.1 FM Columbia. Columbia. Baby, where the eyes go. Everybody to the penalty box here at KCOU 88.1 FM. If you just heard that little, uh, you know, doink there, Peter uh, punched his computer. Yeah. His, his paper. I'm is, upset. His paper's difficult. Yes. Um, no, what was your, what's your paper on again? Uh, it's comparing two people from Missouri. Oh, it's kind of interesting. Who, what two people are you comparing? Uh, Kurt Flood and Rogers Hornsby, I believe his name Those is. Those are quite the names. Yes. Those are quite the names. Well, welcome, everybody, to the Penalty Box on KCOU 88.1 FM, um, where we dive into Peter's paper and try and help him uh, try and help him write it down. And, yeah. and, and get it I done. need sources. Just kidding. Um, we're coming at you. Back at it. Basement of the Student Center. Peter, how are the skies today? Skies are are blue, but Better they, than yesterday. Better than yesterday, but they are also windy. They are windy. Very windy, so they're windy. My hair was getting blown askew. Skew. I was not enjoying it. Um, I don't like the wind, but it is a lot warmer. Yesterday was not a fan of yesterday's weather. It was okay. It was warm, but it was also cloudy. It so you didn't even, know if it was gonna rain. It wasn't even that warm though, and it did rain. It rained a bunch, didn't it? Was yeah. That yesterday. I think it rained for like a good hour or so. Yeah. Yeah, it was a tough one. Um, but yeah, we're back, and um, this week we're talking NBA. A little bit of NFL. We have the play-in games in the NBA to talk about. We've got games tomorrow. Um, we can give a little bit of a, of predictions for those. Um, talk a little bit more about the uh, everyone's favorite, or I guess ESPN pundit's favorite subject, the Los Angeles Lakers mm. and all that fun stuff. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, diving into it, play-in games, Peter. Yesterday in the NBA, did you did you watch either of them? Well, they were yesterday and um, Tuesday. Of I course. watched the ones on Tuesday, but not Wednesdays. Yeah, I I did the opposite. I missed the ones on Tuesdays, watched the ones on Wednesdays, oh, so we're, we're covered. Perfect. Um, so going back to Tuesday, we had the playing games for the NBA. We had the Cavaliers and the Nets. Winner of that game would get the seven seed in the Eastern Conference, and the Nets did hold on to the win, 115 to 108. Um, Kevin Durant, 25 points. Kyrie Irving, 34 points in 42 minutes. He looks back. Um, ben Simmons, still nothing. He, he's not played. Nada. Not played. Um, but this, the Nets now do have that seven seed locked up in the East. They're playing the Celtics uh, in that 7-2 matchup. What do you make of, of that for Boston, for Brooklyn? That's obviously, I mean, it's a 7-2 on paper. You know, you're taking the two most of the time, but we know the Nets are no slouch as a seven seed. Yeah, Nets are Nets are a dangerous squad, especially with, you know, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and you know the the stu- the the players they got from uh, the uh, James Harden trade. Sorry, with Seth Curry, uh, Andre Drummond. You know, it's a team that is very top heavy, and going against this uh, 
Celtics team that is is pretty deep. You know, they have Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, uh, Robert Williams is a fantastic player. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a good round. It's gonna be a good matchup. Yeah. Probably a better matchup than you expect from a two seven. But we'll we'll see what Brooklyn can do. We'll see. Because I think that's what a lot of teams are worried, especially the one through three, because it was so tightly contested. And even four, too, even Philly was up there for possibly getting one of those spots. Yeah, but was, they did not want to face Brooklyn in the first round. But now Boston's task to try to take down uh, Kevin Durant and the Nets. Yeah, it's funny. You know, teams two through four in the East all have the same conference record. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, it's going to be. Yeah, it's 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 going to be competitive no matter who's playing who. I mean, like, yes, the 76ers got a lower seed than the Celtics, but the 76ers are on paper just as good, if not better, than the Celtics. You can make yeah. The East is really just a four-headed monster, exactly. and it it really was kind of a coin flip who was going to get the top four spots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Boston, I know, um, noted Cup of Bro show host and Celtics fan Luke Magnanti was pretty upset. That Boston grabbed that two seed, yeah, because you know now they have to play Brooklyn, which they have KD, they have Kyrie. I don't, I don't remember the status of Ben Simmons. I don't, I don't think he's I coming back. I don't think he's going to come back. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. No. Yeah. I so I mean they're they're still without Ben Simmons. They'll have him last year. Oh, this this CBS Sports article from today said he could make his debut in Game Four <laughs> of the Celtics series. Okay. Nash says, "quote It's up to Ben. Wait, it's up to." Ben's back. Wait, what? Up to is he have a back injury? Oh, is that what he means? Yeah, it's poorly choice. It's a poor choice of words. It's interesting. It's up to Ben's back, not up to me. But would or the Nets really list? help having a guy who hasn't played basketball in over a year come back for the playoffs? No, for the first time. Yeah. So even if he does play, who cares? He can't shoot. I'm kind of intrigued to see how they do in the playoffs without Harden. Yeah. Sometimes I think. Well, it's I hard. think they're better without Harden. I kind of agree. I mean, the first, the first of all, the big three only played what, like seventeen Seven, games yeah. together, or whatever number it was. Like the, they weren't playing, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's all that. And they also have a better supporting cast now that Harden is gone. Yeah, they don't have to deal with Nicholas Claxton starting at the four. <laughs> they do. I li- I'm intrigued by the Nets' depth. It's been a weird regular season for him. I know there was the whole Kyrie thing where he could only play home games mm. for a while, and now that's all been lifted. I think he's good wherever he goes. Yeah, he's good to play wherever. Unless it, unless they play the Raptors. I know that's a problem with the Raptors and Sixers have that 4-5 series. Yeah, Matisse Thybul. Mat- Matisse Thybul, who has not stated... Um, it like it's it's not even... He hasn't stated that he isn't vaccinated, but he, does, he hasn't said what his status is, mm. so he's not allowed to play for the Raptors or against the Raptors in Toronto. Wow. So that's interesting. So we'll see if that, you know, if the Raptors win that series. I think that's how it goes, right? For the playoff bracket. Yeah. Um Kyrie will play. No. No, it'd be they play the three six winner, won't they? In the because it's two seven. Two seven. Yeah. I think plays the three six. Winner. So at worst they'd face the Raptors in the conference finals, which I don't I don't know if they'll have to worry then. I don't think the Raptors are gonna go to the conference finals. But yeah, Nets beating the Cavs, so the Cavs will play um, tomorrow night against the oh against oh, the <laughs> Atlanta Hawks. There you go. That was uh, Peter's hawk impression. That's my good that's my Shaq hawk impression. Ah oh, oh oh oh. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, we'll preview that game in a second. But of course, the playoff game or play-in game in the Western Conference on Tuesday was the Clip Show losing by five to the NBA champion Timberwolves. According to Pat Bev. According to Pat Bev, the Timberwolves <laughs> won this game against the Clippers to get the seven seed in the West, which means the Clippers are playing for their playoff lives um, on Friday night. 
Um, Timberwolves getting the win in that 109 to 104. Very close game. Paul George for the clip show, 34 points um, on the Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards, of course, former um, blocked by Reed Nico, 30 points in this game. D'Angelo Russell, 29 points. How much did Cat? How much did Cat have? <laughs> yeah, Carl how much Anthony did Cat Towns, have? 11 points, uh, three for 11 from the field, um, five rebounds, two steals, and a minus 14 box plus minus. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cat Cat was not the star of the show this time around no. for the Timberwolves. But you know what? Didn't matter. It did not matter. It didn't matter. Um, Peter, was this a, an upset in your eyes? Timberwolves seven seed. What do you make of their playoff chances? And are you shocked they came out with the the W here? I am a little shocked just because the Timberwolves have been pretty much cursed from the playoffs for for years. Uh, they had a showing in 2018, and then besides that, I think it's been like since the 90s. Right. Maybe even the 80s. Yeah, they, I think Kevin Garnett went to a playoffs with them, so probably the 90s since they've been to the playoffs. So playoffs are very rare for the Timberwolves, but this was a great win. Honestly, because when people look at the Timberwolves, they just expect, you know, Carl Anthony Towns to be the big guy and then everyone follows suit. But this was a game where Cat got into foul trouble early, and it really depended on guys like Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell to try to take over that, that, that gap that they have. And... The Wolves played a really good, fantastic basketball game against a Clippers team that probably is a little better than an eight seed that they were. But for the most part, this was a great win. And, and Pat Bev did make a couple good plays. And some not-so-good comments, I guess, because he got fined. He today. got fined, yeah. <laughs> we need more players like Pat Bev. I haven't, I haven't even se- seen explicitly what he said, but like, I, there was the whole... Uh, debate on Twitter as to like people were either clowning or supporting the Timberwolves for celebrating yeah. like they just won the NBA Finals um, in a play-in game, which like Peter switching his chair because his it's other one's squeaking squeaky. so much. <laughs> we had to do that uh, on Friday on another show. I, I was had tired of it. it. Yeah, it, it was squeaking. It comes in the mic. Sorry about that to the to the audience. It's it's a uh, it's the chair. We're blaming the equipment. I'll just sit low. It's okay. <laughs> He's oh yeah. <laughs> Now his other one is is broken on the low setting. But uh, yeah, the Timberwolves I think really proved that they can win. Yeah. Without Cat, and yeah. I think that was a big question mark coming in: is can the Wolves play without Cat being their 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 leading scorer? Well, and and another thing for me was health for them. It was whether Cat, D'Lo, and Anthony Edwards are all going to stay healthy to be consistent enough to make the playoffs, and then from there let their talent do the rest of the talking, and you know. Legit have a shot. I mean, they're playing the Grizzlies in the 7-2 in the Western Conference. Two really exciting teams for me. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed that the both of them have to play each other because I want to root for both of them to win their series. Um, I mean, do you think the Timberwolves have a shot? The Grizzlies are, uh, I mean... I mean, the Grizzlies are tough. a scary team, but I think Minnesota uh, lines up pretty well against them. I think putting Pat Bev on John Morant um, I think a Jaron Jackson cat battle would be fun to watch. Uh, probably Anthony Edwards on. Oh, geez, who's the two? Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. I mean, that is such a talented young Grizzlies squad. And, I mean, if there's a if there's a one on one how to rebuild, it's it's the Memphis Grizzlies just because they're such a young team with so much talent. That's weird to hear you say that. Yeah. How to rebuild? Oh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis I thought you were Grizzlies. gonna say the Timberwolves. I was like. I might have said Timberwolves, but I meant Grizzlies. No, no, you said Grizzlies. I misheard you. But um, it's just two teams that you never really expect to be in this position just because the Grizzlies have been such a either really hot team or really not. I mean, Memphis, uh, Minnesota's not a really 
well-known playoff teams. So it's two really fun teams. Is Grit and Grind back? Grit and Grind might be Grit back. Grit and Grind might be back. Um, yeah, I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. is great. John Morant's obviously really, really good. They're good without John Morant. Mm. That's the, that's a whole narrative for the Grizzlies. I mean, they got Steven Adams in there at center who, you know, they they flipped Valance Unis for him. I think people thought they generally lost that trade, but he's been a solid option for them. Um, they got guys like Trey Jones. Or not Trey Jones. They have Tyus Jones. Trey Jones is on the Spurs. Um, Tyus Jones, Kyle Anderson off the bench. Um we mentioned oh Desmond Bain's been fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's a most he's a most improved player candidate for them. I think a a better question might be not necessarily who's going to win the series. Although I have said my take still stands. I think if the Warriors were the two seed and the Timberwolves played them, they would win. I I'm picking the Timberwolves to upset. I would up have them upset the Warriors. Really? Yeah. I said that take a while ago. I'm sticking with it. But sadly, I can't watch that now because the Warriors choked and fell to the three. Um, do you think the Grizzlies win more than one playoff series? So if they beat Minnesota, they'd play Golden State or Denver? Yeah. Probably not. You don't think that team's beating Golden State or Denver? They could probably beat Golden State, but I think Denver's a really tough six seed for them, especially if Michael Porter Jr. comes back. That's a really dangerous. Or if uh, Jamal Murray comes back. I think that's a dangerous Nuggets team that's kind of a sleeper at six. Yeah, I'm in, I'm inclined to agree. Um, yeah, they play. Oh, sorry. No, not mine. I was right. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the the three six winner mm-hmm. in that. Denver is a six two. I mean, yeah, it's just so odd with an MVP candidate in Jokic, but just you know, they got that. That's going to be such a good battle. That might be the best series in the first round if I'm looking at all of them. Mm-hmm. So you got for the to, to recap the whole playoffs. So you've got. The 1-8 matchup is Miami versus either um Oh, wait, you're doing East or West? I'm just going to go through all of them. Okay. Miami, you got the one seed. They're the one seed. They're playing either Atlanta or Cleveland. You got Philly, Toronto, Milwaukee, Chicago, and Boston and Brooklyn. Then in the West, you have Memphis, Minnesota at the 2-7, like I said. 1-8 is the Suns against either the Clippers or Pelicans. And then Utah, Dallas, and Golden State and Denver. These might be some of the f- most fun 2-7 matchups you'll ever see in NBA history. Literally, yeah. Nets, Celtics, and Grizzlies, Timberwolves will that's, be a fun match. I, yeah, I could see the 7 winning both, like either of those series. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be really, really exciting. I think, you know, you, you, we're, we're, we're up for a good playoffs. I, I think I read an article that it was like, this could be the best playoffs we've ever seen. I mean, it could be. It could. It really could be. You could see. I mean... Say Atlanta gets the eighth seed and plays Miami. Atlanta went to the Eastern Conference Finals for a reason. Yeah, but they also haven't been playing that well. That's true. Compared to last they've, year. They've had, a poor, they've had a poor season. Look at the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans could beat the Sun. No, I'm just kidding. The Pelicans are not beating the Is Suns. Zion coming back? Yeah. <laughs> if then, maybe. Even then, probably not. What? You don't, you're not a Zion truther? I am a Zion truther. I'm just not a... I'm also a... Devin Booker, Chris Paul, best team in the NBA. Mikhail Bridges hasn't missed a game in four years. Truther. And? And? They're not Zion. I, I will say when I saw that Mikhail Bridges, that he's due for an injury now. He's going to get hurt. I'm sorry. I, I'm not trying to wish injury upon anybody. I would never he's do cursed. that. But he's cursed. He's going to get hurt in the playoffs. He's going to get hurt, and then ESPN's going to, like, take their graphic and then just, like, put, a, put like, an X around it mm-hmm. and be like, he's out for the rest of the year. He's missed... He he's played 343 out of 344 possible games in yeah. four seasons or whatever you're gonna 
Whatever and then Suns fans that. will just hate ESPN for like the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Suns and him four. and them and Scott Foster. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's do a little prediction then for um, the play-in games tomorrow night. So, like I said, we have in the East Atlanta and Cleveland in Cleveland, and the the thirty-six and forty-six Pelicans traveling to the crypt to face the. Los Angeles Clippers. You just call it the crypt. Yes, because it's the crypto.com arena. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, understand. Who, who, you, who do you have winning in those in those two? You know, I think the East one will be a, a good matchup. Cleveland's a good young team. Atlanta's a team that's proven that they can go far. But I don't know. I like this I like this Cavs team. I like this young Cavs team. I think Okoro has been playing really well. Mobley. Mobley has been playing really well. And, you know, I think... They played the Nets close late, and the Nets, I don't think, are any sort of pushover, so I think that they'll have a chance to take over the Hawks. So I'm going to go with Cleveland, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with the Clippers. I just think they're a more talented squad, and I think without Zion, New Orleans can only do so much. Yeah, Paul George is not letting the Clippers lose that game. No. As good as Herbert Jones is at defense, mm. I will give him his credit. I read a 538 article about why Herb Jones is the next like great perimeter defender, Yeah, and I loved to see that. I love Herb Jones, but let CJ cook. Let CJ did cook in the game against the Spurs. Mm-hmm. However, the Spurs are not the Clippers. The Spurs are not the Clippers. Um, CJ, it, Paul George won't let them lose. That's that game. that's such a chalk playing game. Why did we even have the playing game if the seven seed is going to stay the seven seed and talk, the eight seed <laughs> is going to be the eight seed? We could talk for an hour about why we have a playing game. At why all. did we have it at all? But. Um, that is, it's the reality we face. I'm actually going to be uh, go another direction in the East, though. I think the Hawks are going to win this game. You're going with the ah 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 ah. Yeah, I think Ice Trey is going to be in his Duffy on the road again. Oh, we know Ice Trey had like nine points at half against the Hornets. Listen, with a better Cleveland anyone, defending team. That's because anyone playing Lamelo Ball is instantly intimidated by him because Lamelo Ball has swagger. Yeah, it's just that the you know his team's bad. Um, no, I, I, I picture this game going. How you know why the Hornets lost? Why? It's because they had to walk to the stadium. That's right. That's right. They had the to Hornets, walk to the their stadium. Their bus broke Unreal down. They had, to, they had to walk like a half a mile to the stadium, and all the people in the comments on that tweet were like, "Oh, the the, the multimillionaires have to walk to work for once." <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Um, no, I could see this game going how a lot of the Knicks games went for Trey Young, where like he goes on the road and like the fans are going to be into it. Just like how the garden was. Not trying to say that, you know. The, I think there should be a 30 for 30 for what Trey Young has done to the Knicks. He, oh, Knicks fans do not like him. No. Um, I, if I was a Knicks fan, I wouldn't like I him. I wouldn't like him either. I don't like him. As, you don't as like him? Knicks fan. No, I don't like Trey Young. What's wrong with Trey Young? <sighs> Ice foul, Trey. Foul, foul Bader. Ice Trey. Foul Bader Trey Young. That's like Paul George's whole game. I never said I liked Paul George, but really? I do like Paul George. Okay, because well. Paul George is also good at defense. Trey Young is not. Sorry, Paul George is not the 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 foul. I was gonna say yeah, Paul jitter. George isn't a foul baiter. I'm thinking of James Harden. Oh, I don't like James Harden either. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so James Harden's a, a cheater. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but I think Trey Young in this game will be in his Duffy. He got I think, no rings. I think he will exactly. I think he will be just like he'll he's gonna take in those road vibes and they're gonna win. Mm. I think the Hawks are going to win that game. And and I think they're going to give the Heat a good push, too, in the first round. Okay. We'll have to see. I though. think the Heat is a weird first seed. They are weird. They're good, but they're not. I don't see them as a one seed good team. They're, they're weird. They're weird. They're very weird. 
Um, yeah, I mean, we can kick it to a break in a minute. I did want to talk to you about one um, trade thing that I saw sure. um, in the last couple of days. So obviously, even though it's the NBA playoffs and this shouldn't matter at all, everyone's still talking about the Lakers because LeBron James is on the Lakers and they should have been the best team in the league and they missed the playoffs. So it's a, it's a good storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, obviously, they've ha- fired their coach, Frank Vogel. Um, there's some coaching candidates that that have been like rumored, but no one like super concrete has come forward yet. I did see an interesting trade that the Lakers, you know, someone was was lobbying that the Lakers try and pull off, and it's with the Indiana Pacers, and it would be I think sending Russell Westbrook and two future first round picks to the Pacers for Malcolm Brogdon and Buddy Heald. Now the Lakers obviously were, you know, in. Cahoots for Buddy Heald before they ended up getting Russell Westbrook. Peter's got a mad look in his eyes. He doesn't seem to like an element of this trade. That's disrespectful to Russ. Russell Westbrook played bad, but the fact that you have to give away two first-round picks and Russell Westbrook for Buddy Heald for the guy that you should have gotten last offseason just seems like a bit of an overpay. For Buddy Heald and Malcolm Brogdon, you think? Um, I would look for more of a young cast than I would... Because I feel like one of the big problems the Lakers had is that they didn't have any, like, good, solid players coming off the bench. And they didn't have a good supporting cast around AD and LeBron. And, sure, Westbrook did have his struggles, but I feel like you need to go and look a lot younger. Maybe get, like, a couple, I don't know, look for teams like the the, the Kings. Why not? Who would you get off the Kings, though? I don't know. Right. I think, I don't know, I think I would... I think looking at players in their prime like Buddy and like Malcolm Brogdon is exactly where the Lakers should go because on the on the pure the the, the pure thing they were missing and that they are not going to get out of Russell Westbrook is someone who can play off the ball. But and, I think another thing they're missing is depth. Yeah, they don't have a lot of depth. So if you trade Russell Westbrook for a lot of even for picks for young picks, just because they they need more filler on their team than they do another star but the, they, that filler has to come like now though because they're not rebuilding they need i mean lebron is 37 years old i'm 37 they're trying to squeeze a chip out of lebron right now and i think if you're trying to get somebody like if you get guys like malcolm brogdon like buddy heel those are established i'm just names. thinking more on the side of like what oh what team am i thinking of i'm thinking of like what the nets are doing how they traded away james harden for a bunch of of role players, which is kind of what they need. I mean, Austin Reeves starting is kind of ridiculous. He's a good player, but he's not a starting caliber player that the Lakers should be doing right well, now. Well, but he would be a good bench caliber player that could replace a guy like Malcolm Brogdon. I Buddy guess, Hill. but yeah, but now you need somebody to to fill in those spots. And that doesn't have to be from like, you don't have to give away your future for that. Yeah, I mean, maybe the the picks was just what the what his possible trade included. I think it would be honestly a fleece for the Lakers. I think that would be a great trade. Personally, I, they wanted Buddy Heald last year. Him and Malcolm Brogdon can complement LeBron perfectly because both of them don't need the ball in their hands to score like Russell Westbrook does. Mm-hmm. They can shoot. Um, and, I mean, they, they're – I think it provides pretty decent squad filler. The thing I was actually interested to see was would the Pacers accept a trade like that because – I don't know where Westbrook's going to go. Oh, I mean, if you're the Pacers, if you trade for Westbrook, you buy out his contract and let him go wherever he wants. Yeah. Um You'll take the picks. I think that would be good to build around Tyrese Halliburton, around Chris Duarte, who they both like. Who they like both of them. Um, but I think if you're trading Malcolm Brogdon and Buddy Heald, uh, you can probably get someone better 
you probably you probably can get someone not maybe not better but more useful to your team than Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Because they're not keeping Russell Westbrook if they make that trade. No. I just thought it was interesting. I'd throw that out there. I think it would be a smart move for the Lakers. Yeah. Moving toward building a championship roster that can squeeze another chip out of LeBron before he I don't know <laughs> just dies on the court because he's you know old and and will refuse to retire because <laughs> he wants to play with his son. He's only got to wait like Three more years. I'm really excited to see what team wastes, wastes a first-round pick on Cleveland Ronnie. will. Yeah, Cleveland would. Cleveland will. Oh, I want it to be such a random team, though. I want to see LeBron James in an Oklahoma City Thunder jersey. That's so gross. Or a Timberwolves jersey. That's so gross. <laughs> exactly. That's why it's funny. Or like a Jazz jersey. Nah, it's got to come full circle. The scriptwriters are already three yeah. years ahead. Yeah, they're going to somehow... Some a couple teams are gonna get caught for tampering because you know how they take picks away if you tamper. Yeah, they're gonna give those picks to Cleveland. There you go. So Cleveland's gonna have six first round picks in the twenty twenty. One of them will be Bronny. NBA draft, and one of them will be Bronny. And there you have it. There you go. There you have it. Um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. We'll see where Russell Westbrook goes. We'll see where he goes. We'll see where he goes. Probably to retirement. Charlotte, we'll see where he goes. Charlotte. Charlotte. Play with Lamelo. Who? 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 All right. Well, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little NFL for just a couple minutes. And then, of course, we have the penalty box coming up. We have a special guest joining us for that. You don't want to miss it. It is currently 425 Central Standard Time. Oh, my favorite time. Here in Co- That's your favorite time? Yeah. Why is that your favorite time? I don't know, because you said it. <laughs> Whatever time I say. Yeah. It's currently 318. Oh, it's my favorite. Um, 425 Central Standard Time here in Columbia, Missouri. We'll be right back with more penalty box. Yeah, no Eastern time. Everyone has their favorite bench player. Well, yours can be too. Starting Left Bench is a sports variety talk show with your two new favorite bench warmers. Join Justin Bear and Peyton Heverman as they discuss almost anything and everything in the sports world and some things outside of it. Join us on the bench Mondays at 3 p.m. on KCOU 88.1 FM to hear some goofiness and talk that you would hear from your favorite bench warmers. Starting left bench for those not good enough to go pro. We're excited for you to join us on the bench and we'll see you there. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals. Delivering food, supplies, and medicine. Keeping communities safe. Making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association at this station. What does your smile say about you? Are you happy? Confident? Friendly? Getting and keeping that smile takes work. Proper brushing and flossing daily and drinking fluoridated water. Fluoridated water has been in use for 75 years and is considered the most safe, equitable, and cost-effective way to prevent tooth decay. A healthy smile means a healthy person and a healthy community. For more information, visit health.mo.gov. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. 
Welcome back to the Penalty Box on KCOU 88.1 FM. We're back. Um, and Peter. Yeah. We got some interesting news. What's going on? Um, of course, the football team that the Penalty Box supports, the yeah. one Seattle Seahawks, uh, they, they were talked about on a podcast. It's and true. no, not the Penalty Box version of the podcast. Wait, I mean, what? podcast version of the Penalty Box, what? which you can find on Spotify. Go look us up if you missed the shows on air. Mm. Um, they were talked about by one Mr. Baker Mayfield. Baker. Of course, the now sort of ousted quarterback of the Cleveland Browns who's mm. yet to find another home for himself this offseason. Said on a podcast that he called Seattle, well, he called Seattle on a podcast, his most likely option for his next destination. Obviously, this all depends on if Seattle wants him to join Peter, does Seattle want him to join? Probably. I think they like a little bit more uh, uh, quarterback competition. But they also re-signed Geno Smith, True. I think, today or yesterday. So it's if Baker does join the Seahawks, it'll probably be a, a three-man battle between Geno Smith, Drew Locke, and Baker Mayfield. But, <laughs> yeah, that's where we are. That's where we are. So... So bad. It's not great. So bad. It's not great. The fall <laughs> oh. from grace. No, I no. I have to keep telling myself that it's not about that, Peter. It's not about the QB battle. It's yeah. about the swag battle. Mm-hmm. The swag would be off the charts with Baker Mayfield, Andrew Locke. In We're winning locker. four games. In the same locker room. It doesn't matter, though. We're going to be the coolest team in the league. Yeah. The coolest four-win team in the league. That's great, man. It doesn't matter. That's so cool. Um, so for a little more context, I the Browns. The Browns are in a tough position in 2022. Uh, they owe Baker Mayfield. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, 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 is that the Seahawk? Yes. Uh, the call to the Seahawk. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh. uh. um, So the Browns are in a little bit of a tough position. They owe Baker Mayfield $18.8 million in 2022, fully guaranteed if they cannot find a trade partner. Their options become keeping him on the roster for the full season. <laughs> this uh, this this article put awkward in parentheses. Yeah. Um, or cutting him. If they cut him, he can sign with any team for the minimum salary of one point three five million, uh, with the Browns picking up that fee. That's probably what's going to happen to him. That's probably what's going to happen. I think Cleveland's asking for a steep price, and I think a lot of that's why a lot of teams are dropping out mm-hmm. because they they're asking a steep price for Baker Mayfield, and they've seen this last year that he's really not the quarterback that he was. His rookie year, so I think it's gonna come down to him getting cut and then a team picking him up from there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, because I, I heard they were know. asking for like first or second round picks. Yeah, which is just not. Seattle of all teams too should definitely not give that up. No, I would much rather rock with Drew Locke or Geno Smith for a year and have a future because the Seahawks love to give up picks. Yeah, they love it, and now they have two in the first round. One of I did, we were uh, together when I heard this stat. Twenty there are t- only twenty four teams drafting in the first round this year. Uh, I think eight teams have two picks is what I've heard. Hold on, let's do the math here. Maths. Um, while Peter's doing the math, uh, the Seahawks, if they want Baker Mayfield, know the Browns are stuck. The Seahawks can tell or that can tell that the or can tell the Browns that Seattle will only pay the 1.03 million meaning the Browns would pay the rest and the Browns would have to give the Seahawks a low round pick in order to complete the transaction the Browns could just cut Mayfield and let him sign with Seattle for the 1.03 million um, but the Browns and Seahawks would then assume the risk uh wait that the Steelers would intervene 
Why would the Steelers intervene, you might ask? Because the Steelers want them. That's true, because they either have Mitchell Trubisky or Mason Rudolph, don't they? Yep. Why would? Come on, it's, it's Mitchell Trubisky. No. They'll be fine. No. He led them to a... Was it the divisional? Was it Doink Doink the divisional game? I believe that was the divisional. That's funny. Could be wrong. That's so funny. Um... But yeah, so the Steelers, that is another another rumor I've heard, which I think we talked about on this show. I would be hyped if he went to the Steelers only because then he could like get payback on the Browns. Yeah, I think that's division. one of the that'd reasons be, why he people thought he wanted to go to the Steelers. That'd be kind of cool. But he, he did. Go ahead. Because he's going to have to play Cleveland the twice narrative, a year. Yeah, the narrative ball. We love the narrative. What, what Am I right on my picks? Oh, I haven't found it. What, oh, but I'm going to say sure. <laughs> I believe it's only 24 of the Because I know a lot of playoff teams trade away their picks. Yeah, and a lot of teams have two Yeah. Uh, this season. So I know the Eagles have two. Uh, the Lions have two. This offseason, man. Yeah. It's, it's been something. It's wild. It's just been something. Um, yeah, I mean, any other is there any other major news since we've since we've chatted last last week? Um, it's cooled down a little bit. It's kind of just getting into draft hype now, which we will have. Uh, I know the Kyler situation has gotten interesting. It says oh. QB agent reportedly pulls extension proposal yet to receive offer from Cardinals. Aha. Uh-huh. Kyler to the Seahawks. Yeah. I don't even know if I would. I saw ESPN publish an article, actually. Where would, a, where would Arizona Cardinals QB Kyler Murray be now in his baseball career? I feel like you know you're having a tough go of it. When they're like, hey, let's flash back to the other sport you could have played. Yeah. And uh, see how you're doing there. Russell Wilson would be a Yankee right now. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad he's not. I think he was a Rocky and now he's a Yankee. Really? He goes to the spring training, yeah. Oh, did he go Did he go to the Yankee spring training? I don't know if he went this year, but he went... A couple years ago? Last year, at least. Um, Yeah, Kyler Murray, let's see. You know, let's just, let's just guess. I think he'll be a Met, just because why not? Kyler Murray? Oh, in this article? Um, let's see what ESPN says. I didn't read through it. I just saw the headline. Like, who knows? Um, the A's wanted to check in with Kyler Murray, but they also wanted to get to know the 21-year-old's personality a little better. That was, like, back in the day, I think. Yeah. Isn't he technically, didn't he get drafted by the A's? Where would he be today? Here we go. Yes, I think he was drafted by the A's. Oh, he was drafted ninth overall. That's right. Yeah. He was drafted really early. He was supposed to play baseball. Yeah. And then he, he bailed. Um, let's see. Had Murray decided to leave Oklahoma after getting drafted in June 2018, he would have likely started in high A ball, when, uh, which is, was in Stockton, California. Um, from there, he would, he would typically play, a, t- a prospect typically play double A, triple A, then the majors. Let's see if it says a team. I don't think it does. I think it's kind of hard to predict that. I, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, especially in baseball. Which is I why like I say just, the Mets. It's just hard to say. We the, love the Mets, the Mets baby. The Mets. Let's go, Mets. Noted future Milwaukee Brewer Kyler Murray. I'll say that one. Yeah. He'd be great. Great great center fielder. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so his, his career's been – it's taken an interesting path. Yeah. So, I don't know. Where do you think Kyler Murray would play baseball? Let us know in the comments. We love the Mets, baby. Let's <laughs> the Mets. go Mets. Let's go Mets. Um, should, we, should we transition over to some college football? Well, we're going to talk about Sammy Watkins to the Packers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sammy Watkins that did, went to the Packers. That did happen Let's today. move on to college Sammy football. Sammy Watkins went to the Packers. <laughs> they have their Devontae Adams replacement. Just sure. kidding. Um, yeah, I wanted to move to college football just because there's been some news in the last couple days about, of course, our beloved Missouri Tiger football program, um, one of which being not Stetson Bennett. But JT but Daniels. But JT Daniels. Transferred 
um, from I see you tried to put this meme over over JT Daniels, so I would get confused. Get trolled. Peter trolled me on the dock. Um, JT Daniels, of course, former five-star recruit. He was at USC for a little bit and recently went to Georgia, mm-hmm. was part of that national championship team. He was the backup, dealt with some injury stuff, just has not really panned out for him as much as you would like to. Um, he is now transferring to West Virginia. He was linked to Mizzou. He was actually at the Mizzou spring game Yeah, um, watching. He, he was, he was, you know, a prospect possibly for Eli Drinkwitz. It's coming to the Tigers, but he's going to West Virginia. I mean, Peter, are you are you upset that we didn't land JT Daniels? Do you, do you really care, and do you think he can have success in Morgantown? I'll only be upset if we see what Sam Horn is, because I think one of the biggest reasons why he didn't uh, come to Mizzou was because I think Mizzou's really high on Sam Horn, the four-star quarterback that they got out of Georgia, and I think it's going to be big on developing him. Uh, I think Brady Cook has pretty much cemented his spot as QB1, but Sam Horn, I think, is kind of Drinkwitz's guy, and I think Stetson, not Stetson, you made me <laughs> on the Stetson. Stetson I think yeah, Stetson JT Daniels didn't want to be a stepping stone, and I think, I don't know West Virginia's you know, situation situation is, but I think, I mean, it worked for Will Greer. I mean, Will Greer transferred from, I believe it was Texas or he, he transferred from somewhere. Yeah. Florida. 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 Transferred from says Florida. A, says an unknown voice, unknown in, the voice in the studio. <laughs> uh, he transferred from Florida to West Virginia, had a lot of success there, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what JT Daniels does and um, how the big 12 is sh- shook out, sh- shunk out. Shonk? Shonk? Is that a word? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, well, shonk. Um, yeah, West Virginia's quarterback last year was a man by the name of Jarrett, I think it's Doge? It's D-O-E-G-E. Doge? Doge? Do- Doge. Doge? <laughs> Jarrett Doge. We'll call him Jarrett Doge, who threw 272 completions for 3,000 yards, 19 touchdowns, and 12 picks. Mm. He was sacked 35 times. That's not great. That's not great. So JT Daniels will be doing a lot of running. That's not JT Daniels' thing, I don't think. I don't think so either. Yeah. Well, tough. They'll have to figure it out. We'll have to figure they it out. They did have a 1,000-yard rusher in Letty Brown last year. I don't know if he's gone, but, mm-hmm. I, again, I don't know much about West Virginia. Yeah. I'm sure JT Daniels will be solid. Um, and, yeah, for Mizzou, I think I agree. I'm excited to see. I really have gotten to the point where I didn't really want a transfer quarterback to come in. I liked the battle between Brady Cook and, I'm blank, Tyler Macon. Yeah. Um I, I agree with you that I think Brady Cook's got the edge, especially with how the bowl game went. Um I don't know I didn't see the highlights from the spring game. Um, but I assume he played a lot in that as well. And then I think, yeah, he's a lot more apt to be like a stepping stone to then I could see like Brady Cook having a decent season and transferring if after this year Drink still really wants to go with Sam Horn mm-hmm. next year because Sam Horn I mean he's bound to redshirt, right? He hasn't been here yet because he's playing baseball in high school still. Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't think. I doubt he's going to be the quarterback day one. I would. Yeah, I'd be shocked. I think it'll be Brady Cook. I think it will. And I, I, I don't think that's bad either. I think Brady no. Cook's solid. Um, yeah. Another news: uh, Mizzou's first home game is not going to be on a Saturday. No. It's September first against Louisiana Tech. It's a Thursday. It will be on ESPNU. So they have a weekday game. Kind of fun stuff. I mean, you know, I just kind of wanted to use that as an excuse. Like, Peter, are you excited for the football season? Do you think? I am Mizzou excited. Do you think Mizzou can do anything kind of interesting? Make things weird in the SEC? Probably not, but I'm excited. Just because college football is always a fun time. You know, there's always a lot of excitement coming in. Uh, 
Yeah, September 1st. Yeah. Or 2nd. Or did it get moved to the 1st? It's the 1st. It's the 1st. It didn't get moved on ESPN. But it is It is the 1st. I saw on Twitter people thinking that like they moved it to a Thursday so that they had more time to prepare for Kansas State the following week. But I really don't know. It it It's quite the move. Uh, you rarely see Thursday games like this unless it's like week zero. But it'll be interesting to see, you know. It'll be a little bit of a national spotlight. The game will be on ESPN U, U. which I didn't think existed anymore, to be honest. But it I does, apparently. I've heard that it's going away, but I've also heard that it's not. Mizzou would be the last broadcast on a ESPN network. <laughs> it's only fitting. <laughs> it's only fitting. Why? I don't know, but yeah, it would be only fitting. It would be only fitting. Um, so exciting stuff. Yeah, Mizzou opens it's also their ma- season. It's also weird how we play New Mexico State it's in the, the second end. to last game. Yeah. Just why? November 18th. Yeah, That's Miz- so weird. Mizzou's schedule will run through it and then give a quick break, or take a quick break before we get ready for the, the penalty box. They open the season, like we said, with Louisiana Tech. Then they're away at Kansas State, home against Abilene Christian. Then they travel down to uh, Auburn Hare against Auburn, home against Georgia in Gainesville for Florida, home against Vanderbilt, away at South Carolina, home against Kentucky, away at Tennessee, and then they round out with two home games against New Mexico State and Arkansas. That Arkansas game might be an arrowhead. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I am <laughs> intrigued about with this schedule and kind of relieved, honestly, is that it's not six home games in a row. Yeah. That got tiring. It did. Getting prepared for, for games games on games – like weeks, I'm like we go. I need a break. Yeah, I need a nice road game break in between. It's tiring. A lot of investment and time goes into to watching a Mizzou football game. It is, especially so. the the 11 a.m. kickoffs. Oh my lord! Oh my this goodness! It's too early. It's too early. I think another reason, yeah, the why they made it Thursday is the night game, it's 7 yeah, p.m. It'll be a, it'll be a night. A weird Louisiana Tech Mizzou night game. That'll be fun for uh for the fans. For the fans who have no college football until Saturday. Exactly, but but they'll get Mizzou. They'll get you're you're going to watch. You will watch Brady Cook on prime Louisiana time. Louisiana Tech. It. You will watch Brady Cook on prime time. Yes. Um. Yeah. With that, we'll kick it to another quick break. When we come back, we got penalty box fun stuff coming up. You don't want to miss it. This is the penalty box. It's currently, four forty two. Hmm. It's not your favorite time. Oh, it's my favorite time. There you go. Four forty two Central Standard Time in Columbia, Missouri. We will be right back. Serving part time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. You love them enough to do anything for them. Coming. Including checking NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. My name is Chase Madison. And I'm Luke Magnanti. And we are Cup of Bro. A sports radio talk show right here on KCLU 88.1 FM. Join us at 11 a.m. on Fridays for some fun sports talk. Featuring our bro segment, where we talk about everything that happens off the field. And drink a little bit of coffee, too. So be sure to tune in to see what we got brewing up.
Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Penalty Box on KCOU 88.1 FM. We just got done talking a little Mizzou football. And someone who knows quite a bit about football, and we will have him on to talk strictly football, but today we're just going to have him else. on. And nothing else. Literally nothing else. Um, because we won't have time, because it'll be a lot of football. Um, but this time we decided to have him on for, of course, everyone's favorite segment, the Penalty Box. It is noted NFL draft expert Jacob Infante. <laughs> oh, wait, and sorry, noted NFL draft expert and now the sideline reporter uh, for the Toasters. There it is, uh, of course. Jacob Infante. Ooh. Infante, actually, we didn't do this at the beginning of the show. I would like your thoughts on the Toasters' most recent performance last night uh, against, I forget what the team name was. Uh, it was like Brick City. Brick City. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so... I'll go into this saying that I'm not going to go into my reporter voice. Where that's I'm, understandable, Alan yeah. or whatever. Uh, Paul. Paul. That's Paul. Right, Paul. It's, it's Paul. So, Paul from TV. Yeah, of course. So I'm not going to go into that, but I do think that there was uh, a lot of grit. Definitely showed out the, out there on the court. I believe that you guys bounced back well. Uh, you got down a considerable amount and were willing to fight back and made it a game. Uh, I think that the second half showed some good adjustments. Uh, they, it was an explosive team. They were able to drive pretty well, and I, th- I thought that. You know, all things considered, you guys did a pretty good job of, you know, staying physical with them without being too dirty. I mean, that's why I'm glad I'm not out there because I can't get physical without, you know, wrapping my arm around someone's neck or something like that. So. <laughs> Fonte would be in foul trouble. He uh, was yeah. nice enough to not mention that we lost, by the way. Yeah. We lost yeah. by two or yeah. three. You, you lost by three. And it, it, was a, it, it was a fun game, though. I feel like uh, down the stretch, there are a few uh, kinks to iron out in terms of starting hot. But I think that you guys have been finishing games pretty well. So kudos to you for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Peter, yeah. did you have a fun time with Toasters? I did have fun. Uh, had my struggles here and there, but I think at the end of the game. We missed a lot of free throws. We missed, a, we missed, we missed a quite a few we free, a throws, lot of free throws. <laughs> but if everybody had fun. Everyone had fun. Everyone's there to have fun. I almost made a half-court shot. Hey, that, that's, true. that's all that matters at the end of the day. That's Indeed. all that matters. Well, Infante, we're happy to have you back on the penalty box. Now, you have been subject to some controversy uh, on the penalty box before. Yeah. Do you remember I uh, do. such times? I do. Yeah. So Infante, back on February 23rd, 2021. Yeah, Peter, I have the date written Wow. Down. Infante scored a 30 on the penalty box. However, uh, Peter ran out of questions. <laughs> Nobody got past 30. Nobody. Tyler got past 30 a couple weeks before. Well, I wasn't prepared to go <laughs> again past 30. Um we were not prepared for another 30-point performance so soon after Tyler, who still holds the all-time record. It's why I always have 50 now. Right. Because so unless Peter, you answer, a, like, literally almost a second and a second a question, right. you can't get 50. That's right. true. So Peter now has uh, 50 questions. We might put 60 prepared. on here. Might put 60. We might put 60 on here. Perhaps. Uh, but Infante, are you ready to redeem yourself? Maybe get over 30. Maybe break the record. We could have a record-breaking performance today. Uh, yeah, I'm as ready as I'll ever be, so we'll see what happens. Okay, no doubt. Peter, do you have the... I have two minutes on the clock. clock ready. Oh, Infante, you remember the rules? Yes. And for what it's worth, we said we were going to have Infante back on in a couple weeks. We will have him on for an NFL draft, yes. mock draft special. Oh, Absolutely. gosh, my computer's about to die. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh. boy. That w- that would be that would anger me if, if Peter's <laughs> that laptop died Can you in the middle of it. Another oh, another, another. I would be. My cord just hit Man. the mic. Just my luck, but thankfully Pete came prepared and he's yes. got his his charger going. I never leave home without it. <laughs> That's smart. That's All right, smart. bulky. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. A good right. boy scout always comes prepared. All right, two minutes on the clock. Yep. Three, two, one, go. Teleportation or flying? Fly. What's your favorite TV show? 
The Office. What book or movie have you seen or read recently that you would recommend and why? Trials to Triumph. Uh, motivating. What breed of dog would you be? Chihuahua? I don't know. If you had to go back in time, if you had a time machine, would you go back or go to the future? Back. If you could think, if do you think you could live without your smartphone for 24 hours? No. Favorite dessert? Ice cream. Would you prefer to live where you travel or just take more travel vacation trips? More vacations. What favorite color are you and how does it... And how does being that color make you feel? Red. I'm fiery uh, sometimes, and it's whatever. If you could choose an imaginary friend, what would you choose and why? Uh, I would choose a guy named Steve with a bowler hat because I think that'd be cool. If you could sit on a bench in the beautiful woods, who would you like sitting next to you on the bench and why? John Stamos. Good company. Are you sunrise, daylight, twilight, or night? Night. Why? Uh, I like the dark. If you could choose your age forever, what age would you be and why? I would be 25 because youth but adult. If you could be in a movie of your choice, what movie would you choose and what character would you play? I would be uh, Superbad McLovin. If you could meet any historical figure, which one would you choose and why? Ben Franklin, cool dude. Which city would you be and why? I would be Seattle because I'm kind of weird. You have to. You have two minutes to give a speech on anything. What topic would you choose? The Chicago Bears. Uh, if you were an article of clothing, which one would you be and why? Pants, I'm stable. What is your favorite movie, and how many times have you seen it? Uh, Step Brothers, five. What's your favorite thing about the last job you had? Uh, good flexibility with work hours. What do you feel is something that everybody misses out on because they simply don't know about it? Uh, hiking. Narwhals or unicorns? Unicorns. Would you rather live in a world made entirely of Legos or cartoons? Cartoons. Build a castle from snow or or ice or stone? Stone. If you're stuck in a zombie apocalypse, which two famous people would you want to team up with you just five? Mr. T and Hulk Hogan. Ooh. I don't know. He might have been close. Oh, and the uh, alarm for you to wake up for your 8 a.m. means the time is over. The, I have uh, to, I have the, to the questions seemed a little longer this time. They were, they were a they little were. long. It's, it's, it's tough. Okay. Um, okay, a guy named Steve with a bowler hat. I love it. Thank you. Ben Franklin, cool guy. Just like, because what? He invented electricity? Like what? Just generally, I feel like he did a lot in his life, and he was able to uh, like truly maximize his time on this earth. So <laughs> I, I kind of vibe with it. It's very serious. You said your favorite TV show is The Office. I, I have to agree. Uh, yeah, so The Office, looking at it now, it's definitely up there. It's definitely top three for me. I do like Parks and Rec and Community a lot, too. Those uh, are both good shows. Yeah, I'm into the... Uh, you know, that era of NBC sitcoms, whatever. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, you would be, you said, wait, what was the McLovin answer? Who would uh, play uh, him in a character? What, no, would, would what, what movie would he, what character would he play <laughs> in a am, movie? Just to say I am McLovin. Yeah, just because McLovin's like a super cool, like he's obviously a very awkward guy, but like everyone's in love with him. And she's like, oh my okay. God, it's McLovin. You know, and <laughs> right. like you just get... You know, just have a good time with like a bunch of drunk cops. You know, like that's a, that sounds like a pretty fun time to me. That, that would be funny. Uh, Chihuahua. I typed this in, and I just typed in like I don't know how to spell Chihuahua, and I typed in because I have to go fast. I type in C H I U A and press enter, and it just knew what it was supposed to be meant to say. That's Chia. Chia. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Duh. Um, you you went past instead of future. I think I'd go to the future. I don't know. I'd want to go to the past. Future. I said I'd want to. Spend a day at Mizzou in like the 1920s. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Not yeah. any shorter, not any longer. Just fun. one day. I'd love one to. Day. I'd love to just be around in the 90s. Mm. I, I've always been interested in the 90s, just because. Well, the Chicago Bulls, 
grunge music, 90s rap, and just clothing and the way that everything looked. Like, you, you remember what the old Taco Bell used to look like inside with, like... In the all, 90s? In uh, the 90s? Yeah, all, all the weird triangles and the shapes and You know me in the 90s. Colors. Yeah, of course, you know, Mr... I've been in the '90s before. I can, respect, I can respect that. Uh, you wanted to sit with John Stamos out of anyone. On I the would. Bench? I'd feel very comfortable with John Stamos in the woods. I feel like just having him there, uh, just patting me on the back, saying, "Hey, champ, you got this. You got this. It's gonna be all right. Keep ahead up. If any, if there's anyone, I think John Stamos would be as good as just about anyone. <laughs> Who would you pick, Peter? Anyone in the woods? Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Whoa. Wouldn't he, wouldn't he try and kill you? Though? See, that's the thing. Yeah. Everybody says he tries to kill tries you, to kill but you. I think he's the opposite. In real life? <laughs> in real life. I think I would go with Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell would be fun. I think it would be fun. Just, it would just be a fun time. Um, how many to get? I have here 25. No! 25. Oh, it's tough. Come on, yeah. It's tough. Yeah, that's, that was still pretty. That's That's been the best score in, in a little while, though. You did pretty good. Yeah, because I, I, if, I, if I do say so myself... Some of the uh, pick and why they did throw me off a little bit, so yeah. I was a little. Uh, There's a lot of why. Given the given the whys is a little tough. You guys, you got to think of something quick. Yeah, um, you got to think of an explanation. You had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine why questions. Nine that, why questions. See, that's tough. That's, that's a tough. lot. That's but we have lot. to challenge you because we know you're a you're a you're a, a top tier penalty boxer. Thank you. And may I ask, what's the top for this semester? The best for this semester is 27. Oh, who do, who got that? Uh, DJ Conductor Connor himself got Man. that back on February 17th. It is yet to be broken. Man, well, I... You have the sec- You have tied for the second highest with Sobel. You and Sobel both okay. got 25. So that's good company. There you that's go. good company to the top there. Um, for sure. Um, hiking everyone misses out on. That's kind of true. I like hiking. I, it's a yeah. fun time. Here's the thing. I don't get much of an opportunity to hike, but whenever I do, I just really enjoy it because it's like it's fair. It's very peaceful. I like walking just in general. Like it's It's easy exercise and you're just... You do it anyway, so yeah. Respect, respect. Yeah. All right. Well, Infante, thank you so much for joining us. We'll we'll be hearing from you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um. You'll you'll be coming on for for draft X, uh, draft stuff. Give everyone a prospect that they should look out for. Just just one name. Christian Watson, North uh, Dakota State wide receiver. Okay. I always pick him third in my my draft my mock drafts. mock drafts. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I'll be honest. I have not. I need to. I need to. To brush up on my, on my, I know. Boo. I know about Jake Ferguson and Jack Sanborn, and that's about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Wisconsinites. Yeah, oh yeah, gotta 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 support the Badgers and Tyler Beatty, of course. Uh, of course. But yeah, we'll have all that draft info in a couple I always, weeks with Infante. I always pick Christian Watson and the Sam Houston guy, the corner. I think it's like Zion. Yeah, yeah Zion McCollum. Zion McCollum. Yeah, there he's a lot of fun. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what those. We'll see what Infante has more to say about those names and more. Couple weeks, Peter. Closing words for us. Uh. Pick a favorite time. Mine is every time, so you can't pick that one, but pick a favorite time. Um, Wait, doesn't your three, time encompass every other time? 307. No. I, I already have that one. Okay, well, I'm, <laughs> that's going to do it for us on the Pelly Box. We thank Infante for joining us once again. Hope everyone has a fun and safe rest of your week. Hasta la vista. See ya.